In a world where affluent societies have strangled the very planet which sustains them. Where animals and humans live enslaved to a ruling class whose economic institutions, misguided religions, and just plain stupidity have brought them all to the brink of destruction. Now, 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 only one show holds the key to the survival of an entire civilization. That's right, kids. It's Vegan Radio. 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 Derek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, wow. That, that, did, that didn't sound like what we put together the other day, Derek. That was for something else. <laughs> Thank you for spreading the in a world meme. <laughs> Gotta keep going. In a world where the last animal's meal of buttercups. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. So today's show, we have uh, Pamela Rice returning to talk really? about the um, Veggie Pride Parade in New York City, which is happening May 18th. Seemed like she was just on yesterday. I know. Well, she's got this whole new thing going, so it's pretty exciting. Man, I can't wait to see the protesters at that one. <laughs> and then uh, on the second half of our show, we have Karen Don from Don Watch. Don Watch. She's uh, also been involved with Farm Sanctuary and Woodstock Sanctuary a lot, so you guys might have met her before. I don't know. Mm. I have. But Don she's watch. got a new book out called Thanking the Monkey. <laughs> Not Spanking the Monkey. No. <laughs> little play on words there, Don. It's pretty funny, too. It's got a lot of bizarro cartoons in it and uh, a lot okay. of graphics. Cool. It's, it's visually appealing visually stimulating might you say good cover design (laughs) is this an homage to george bush (laughs) thanking the monkey (laughs) scott that might have been the funniest thing you've ever said (laughs) oh no oh no i've said much funnier things (laughs) usually unintentionally (laughs) Woo! i can tell i'm a little off my rocker today Seems strange and different in here today. What's going on? <laughs> the Christmas air, lights and everything? The air is thick and heavy. Yeah. Many lights are hanging. Yeah, it feels very sunny. Very sunny. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you might even say <laughs> mm, gleeful. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Not too much. We're starting our show here. I know. Uh, you know, hanging out, eating vegetables, you know, usual vegan things. Uh, I've got poison ivy on my <laughs> posterior. Oh, no. Yeah, I was leaning against a tree taking pictures of some uh, golf action the other day. Oh, God. If you call golf action, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Derek. He's about to take a photograph. <laughs> well. He's adjusting his lens. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't look closely enough because suddenly I've been itchy oh, no. in all the wrong places. Uh-oh. It's not down there. It's that time of year. It's, it's up, at, up at the top where the t-shirt and the jeans come apart when you bend over. Wow. <sighs> well, I made vegan banana bread yesterday. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Really? Yeah. That's how I spent my time. Huh. That's pretty good. And I was on the low-income fast diet this week. <laughs> That's why I brought you some banana bread, Scott. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that will help. We should have brought it in the studio. We could all be enjoying it. I right did. Now. Oh, it's here. Actually, that's against uh, 
Yeah, we would never do that. Re- regulations. No, certainly not. I don't want the FCC breaking in here with their maybe a food maybe some team. beers or something. You know, it's funny how the universe works like that. I had one little loaf left, and I said, "You know what? I'm going to give it to Scott because I know how much he likes muffins." And look at you! And you just said you were really needing food this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> just what I was thinking. <laughs> Isn't that that you needed some banana bread? Isn't that funny how things work out like that? Does it have walnuts? It does. All right, you're forgiven. That's beautiful. <laughs> You don't like walnuts. Super appreciated. No, I do. I love, oh, okay. I love walnuts. It actually adds some substance to the whole. Yeah, idea. it's got oats, oats and nuts. What more do you yeah. need? I could use the omegas. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, there's one news story that I'd like to mention. Uh, do food fi- do food miles matter? Reducing meat and dairy consumption may be even more important. So, um, the the gist of this article is that you know there's this whole movement towards local. Being a locavore and eating everything locally. True, true. Um, meat eaters, <clears throat> or you know, eating meat locally, is supposed to be the way to go. But it turns out that being vegan and getting your food from international sources is still a lot more environmentally friendly than eating meat locally. Yay! Where'd you find that? Um, <clears throat> Environmental science and technology. All right. April sixteenth. We should probably make copies of that. Red meat and dairy are responsible for nearly half of all greenhouse gas emissions from food for an average U.S. household. Um, Van Wing, who coined the term locavore with a friend three years ago, says curbing global warming is one of many social and environmental reasons for eating locally. And for many people, food miles, the distance food travels from farm to plate, are a simple way to gauge food's impact on climate change. But it's how food is produced and not how far it is transported that matters most for global warming. Aha! (laughs) (laughs) In fact, eating less red meat and dairy can be a more effective way to lower an average U.S. household's food-related climate footprint than buying local foods. Ah! Weber and colleague Scott Matthews, also of Carnegie Mellon, conducted a lifestyle assessment of greenhouse gases admitted during all stages of growing and transporting food consumed in the U.S. They found that transportation creates only 11% of the 8.1 metric tons of greenhouse gases that an average U.S. household generates annually. So, any cutting down? So the, the cows, the um, animal, animal agriculture produces a lot of methane, uh, which causes more greenhouse warming than the CO2 produced from shipping food fossil fuels okay so for an in for instance you're saying it's like when people say why are, why are you why are you drinking that soy milk because those soybeans were shipped from here to here and that's um you know it's that's much more harm in the environment than than if we're going to be eating meat locally you're saying that that the methane that's coming from the cows that people are eating locally is more harmful than say those soybeans that are shipped well for more soy than milk. the the you know shipping food across the ocean or whatever. Gotcha. Airplanes are um, a bad way to ship food. That's the one thing that causes a lot of damage. Okay. But if we could ship everything by ships. Shipping by and ships. trains, probably. And that makes sense, to anyway, ship by ships. Ship by <laughs> ships. Of course, eating <laughs> vegan locally would probably be the ultimate. That's what I always tell people. This is Farmer Brown, and you are listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJLP Northampton and online at www.veganradio.com. Pamela Rice. Hello? Hello. Hey, there you are. 
So, Pamela, you got a big event coming up in uh, New York City, May 18th. It's a that Sunday. That is correct. we got our first veggie pride parade in America. First Greenwich one. Village, New York City. How'd you come up with this idea? Um, the Parisians have, doing, have been doing such a thing since uh, 2001, annually. And when I first heard about it, I said, well, we have to do that. <laughs> we have to do this right now, right here in New York City. I didn't do it in 2007. But, um, uh, you know, it just had to be done. We're glad you've done it. Thank you. <laughs> so what's this parade going to look like? Where are you starting? Where are you going? Yeah, we start in the meat district. The meat district? It's not much of a meat district anymore. And since it's by one of those buildings with the happy cows painted on the front? <laughs> yeah, it's a disgusting place. or It, it was, but it's, it's called the meat district, uh, but... Where we're starting, uh, have to admit, is really not much of a meat district anymore. Uh, to the west of where we'll be, uh, there's still a smattering of, of that world, still a remnants of it there. Uh, but most of it has moved out just uh, for, you know, various financial and economic reasons. And actually, it's a high-fashion district now. It's a very weird mix over there. You've got... Meat and fashion. <laughs> Not so weird. Any gentlemen's <laughs> clubs out there? It is yeah. incredibly weird. <clears throat> I mean, you literally have slaughterhouses next to uh, a, a the flagship, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, store of uh, you know, some major designer. Well, hmm. now how many do you have a like a guesstimation of how many people you're going to have at the parade? Well, I'm I'm very conservative, you know, usually in my estimation. People say, oh, Pam, this is going to be, you know, the biggest thing and things like that. I, I, I have no idea. I do know that if you talk to a vegan in New York City, they already know about it. So that's a good sign because we've, on our website, by the way, veggieprideparade.org, uh, we have a poster that people can download and post wherever, where, wherever they are, you know, veggie restaurants, uh, health food stores. And so people have been doing that, and that's, that's very good. It's uh, certainly an easy thing to do. Yeah, and who wouldn't want to be at the Veggie Pride Parade? Come on. I think there's going to be thousands. Thousands, Pam. Especially once the vegan radio effect kicks in. <laughs> uh, yes. <clears throat> yes, that factors in big, I know. We just had our um, gay pride parade here in Northampton. It's a big thing, and uh, I was out there hula hooping. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to get that one in there. Yep, Derek's very proud of his gay friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm straight, but I'm not narrow. <laughs> and uh, but my my hula hoop, and I, I had my hula hooping outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. I, I don't know. Would you, Pam? I can bring it. Oh, I don't know, Dwayne. I can bring it to your parade, you know. Please. I can bring the noise. Actually, we're just hoping that people will come. You know, we're asking people to consider uh, wearing costumes and, and being very creative in, in what they do. We have a nice signboard with a creative slogan. In fact, we're even giving prizes for that. We have about, uh, so far, about a dozen companies that have pledged these awesome prizes like Dinner for Two at Hungawi or Dinner for Two Canada nice. Bay, uh, Dinner for Two, uh, you know, Counter here. Oh, these are all fine restaurants in New York City. And I attest to that. Uh, Matt and Nat, they've they sent uh, one of their beautiful handbags, and 
And these are the prizes that are going to pass out from the stage uh, right on the spot. People are going to gather in front of the statue of Garibaldi. Well, I can tell you, uh, Pamela, <laughs> after I bring my hula hoop to your parade, I'm going to be walking home with a lot of prizes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was definitely going to suggest, you know, if you can make any kind of connection with people who are into hula hooping or... You know, just kind of doing fun, crazy stilts. stuff. Stilts. <laughs> Anything that will attract attention will, would be fun. Well, that's what we basically want to do. We want to make some noise. And, uh, uh, we want to be a, something that people want to come out and walk. Right. Uh, because if it was just uh, a bunch of angry vegans walking down the street, <laughs> uh, you know, we'd love that. I know. But uh, <laughs> what we want to do no. is, is tell folks we're, we're here we're vegetarians. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a better rhyming. Uh, I, know. I suppose probably plenty of people will come out just because you know they have eaten vegetables in the past and they like them <laughs> and they want to show their you <laughs> know pride. <laughs> Tof- anyway, the, the parade pride. ends in uh, Washington Square Park, the famous the famous Washington Square Park, and uh, we will have no less uh, eight policemen and a sergeant taking care of us all day from 11 a.m. to uh, 5 p.m. Then at the park, there will be live music. Cheryl Hill, who you know. Oh, yeah. She's got oh, her yeah, that's song right. called Get Get Your Green On. Wait, wait, wait. We have a clip of that. We got. Oh, beautiful. I'm so yeah. happy you got that ready. Thank you. Yeah, you, got, you, got, you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> you ready to rock and roll, I Pamela? That's this the is, question. She's awesome. Are you ready to rock? Wow. Get your green on. Get your green on. Get your green on. I got it. <laughs> I'm getting it. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, that quickly builds to a crescendo, doesn't it? <laughs> He is, he's awesome. an incredible professional, uh, you know, musician in her band, and and they are playing uh, at the Veggie Pride Parade. I mean, <laughs> if there was just Cheryl, it, it, you know, it's worth coming out for. But we've got all kinds of other things. You know, we've got, uh, you know, the, the costume and signboard contest, and then we've got uh, Penelope Pod and Peta's Crispy Carrot. They're going to get married at 4 o'clock. <laughs> wow! That's just just for the media. That's just hype. Uh, you well, know, I got to get some pictures anybody. of that. Um, but it'll be fun as heck. And and Dave Warwick, uh, who oh, he's going to be there. Also, Scott Dave, Dave Warwick. Warwick. Oh. I love this guy. He, he stood <laughs> up to his school district in Illinois uh, for veganism, and he's he's a, he's in a. Uh, artist, and uh, he's going to perform the ceremony. Oh, uh, we know Dave. <laughs> Excellent. He'll be wonderful at performing the ceremony, I'm sure. <laughs> he is kind of the the patron saint of veganism right now. <laughs> Scott's hero. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of spirit. That's that's it right there. That's what, so that's that's what, what it I takes. want. I want him to go to, into a trance. <laughs> 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 and he guess what? He's already promised me he will. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, and what he's going to do is talk about the personal. We're going to mm-hmm. be talking about some of the issues. We're going to try and keep this whole thing fun, upbeat, you know, for for display. We're, we're, for this, is a, this is a display for the meat-eating world, you know. Uh, we're going to have some serious stuff there, like the global warming stuff you were talking about and, you know, the ethical issues of the works, da 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 But then when he gets on, it's going to be personal. 
because he's going to bring two people together in marriage. And he's going to talk about <laughs> babies, peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. Oh, man. And our belief system and, and our passions. All right. All right. You're going to be having fun, I can tell. <laughs> I want to see Dave sing with uh, Cheryl Hill. Oh, we have a program guide. Uh, <laughs> people can download it uh, from the website right now, um, and uh, it's really worth looking at. Uh, go to uh, VeggiePrideParade.org, VeggiePrideParade.org, two Gs on that, VeggiePrideParade.org, and uh, click on the smiley face, and you can download our uh, PDF of our program guide. So you can really, from there... You can find out just about everything important regarding this parade. Veggie Pride. Parade. <laughs> <laughs> just type it in. <laughs> Derek has to have a look at it. He's too curious at this point. <laughs> I need a visual. i got to see it, too. Sir, we're not found. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you mistyped. Oh, well. Derek mistyped. All right, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's also a map there. Uh right on the home page of, of uh, our website that I just mentioned and there's also a route uh, a map of the route in the program guide and tell us so, the I mean, there, I, mean I, I don't trust people to not make it to, to wherever they need to be where they need to be I mean when they need to be there so uh, anyway the map is very very clear right so if this thing blows up into something huge I mean are you prepared to take it on year after year <laughs> no, no, I'm not. It was. I got to tell you, it was so much work. I'm my adrenal glands are shot. But uh, I'll have to say, and I'd love to say it over the air, if I may. Uh, if people want Just this to swear. continue, they've got to. They got to support it. And uh, we need. We need some. We need uh, <clears throat> dollars. Need ah. dollars. Lots of dollars. And right. sounds and like you need that too. You need some more website. people power too. Oh, good. I think it's going to be good. Do you know how many um, miles the entire parade is? Uh, I hate to admit this, but I walked it the other day. I walked the route, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I did. I actually chose this route from a map, looking at a map. And first of all, the area is very affluent, and I hadn't even known that that happened. That happened since the you know the, the George Bush era and the, the tax cuts to the rich. That is one affluent area over there. It's a, it's, it's absolutely impeccably beautiful and clean over there, and all the fancy shops and that. Good. I didn't know that was going on. <laughs> My husband says, "Oh yeah, that happened over the last five years." Wow. <laughs> I said, "Oh really?" I'm actually a little embarrassed about how affluent it is over there. It's not funky at all. Wow. So, uh, but I, I walked it, and and it took me all of twenty minutes. Wow. Well, it's not minutes. long, so if you have problems with your legs, I don't know. I tell you, when I was uh, hula hooping for the whole distance of the the Pride Parade here, <laughs> oh my god, I was pretty tired at the end. So I, yeah, I was it was probably wasn't I got to pace either. myself because there was all these people cheering, and I just I, I went a little overboard. <laughs> and then they when they when they picked you up and, and and threw you on their shoulders, that kind of that kind of you know added some time as I wasn't, well. I wasn't sure if they were cheering for me or for the uh, femme brigade that was in front of me, but. <laughs> Can't imagine who it would have but, been. Uh, yeah, once when I did get picked up and carried through <laughs> to the uh, rallying point, you know, I really felt special. Uh, well, every dog has his day, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's good that it's going to be in that affluent area um, because those are the people that need to see it. Those, you know, I don't in, I don't think that's way, strange. Yeah. Pamela, I'm very excited. Thank you. And uh, we A should big also. Question, are you going to be there? 
I am. Well, oh, yeah. We should also. He's going to be. Wow. He's going to be um, part of the hula hoop contingency. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> so the uh, the the night before in New York City is the Farm Sanctuary Gala, so there's going to be a lot of um, vegans in town for that. That's and right. Um, well, yeah, we may have some unexpected uh, celebs coming yep. on. And then the the evening of the parade, there is uh, Karen Don is having a book release party for her new book. That's right. Thanking she's got an monkey. ad in our program guide if people need more information about that. Yep, and she's going to be... Uh, also, if I may say that uh, there is a, a bash, a party at Sinise in New York City. Sinise in New York City the night before, the evening before, between 5 and 8.30, and that's for uh, all the parade participants who want to just uh, get together. And, so that's on Saturday? Uh, the, night, the, the night before, that's scheduled. Well, I hope they don't uh, get drunk and be, uh, have a hangover on Sunday. That would be better. <laughs> right. the dr- they'll get, have to get drunk on uh, green juice because I think that's all they have there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, any, any final parting words for our listeners? I guess just uh, quickly, uh, Karen Davis will, will, uh, will speak, and uh, uh, Odette J. Wilkins um, will She'll be speaking uh, about the, uh, the Animal, Animal Enterprise, Enterprise Terrorism, Terrorism Act. Act. She's going to give, you know, like five or eight minutes on that. And Yetta Curlin, who is running for uh, city council right in the village. And she's going to address the crowd. She is a vegetarian. Beautiful. And then if Karen Davis, folks, everybody knows Karen Davis, I hope, uh, oh, founder yeah. of uh, United Poultry Concerns. And Dave yeah, Warwick. Wow, what a roster! And I'll be up there too. I'm the MC. Excellent. That well, sounds like a really fun time, and uh, we'll be there to represent Vegan Radio. Look for our T-shirts. Oh, one other thing, quick. Um, also, there are about 18 exhibitors and free food. How could I forget to say it? Oh, oh. free food. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, all these people like uh, uh, Tofurky are sending us uh, food and uh, Hannes Tea sending us teas. Oh. And uh, Whole Earth Bakery gonna gonna uh, give out free food if you can even believe it. They're fine uh, vegan vegan uh, uh, baked goods. Wow. Uh, primal stick. Oh yeah, we love them. Love the primal stick. <laughs> I once <laughs> ate an entire box of primal sticks. <laughs> I must admit. The smoked or the pepperoni? <laughs> I think it was the smoked. I took you for a pepperoni guy. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> on alternate Tuesdays I am. So the jerky was sort of uh, popular because it doesn't need refrigeration. Oh, and Karen Dawn tells me, uh, now I've got a holder to this, she, she says she's going to uh, uh, sponsor uh, Sacred Chow, and Sacred Chow is going to have some treats out there too. Oh, great. And uh, we have these little badges for anybody who's in the parade, this little laminated badge. And uh, if you have one of those on, you're much more likely to get food. <laughs> okay. Great. That means you were in the parade, so you're favored. <laughs> hey, Pamela, well, we have to get going. We have another uh, guest. Um, thanks so much. Yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you in a couple weekends. Can't wait. May 18. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Cool. Free food. I wasn't going to go, but that, that kind of clinches it for me, as it usually does. <laughs> All right. Next up, Especially we're going to have... low-income <laughs> diet this <laughs> week. <laughs> Next up. Temporary, temporary. <laughs> You're listening to Vegan Radio on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, also on the Pacific Radio Network, streaming live at valleyfreeradio.org and 
podcasting at veganradio.com. This is Beloved Binge, and up next we are going to have Karen Don herself talking about her new book, Thanking the Monkey. Beloved Binge with Recall. I love them. Um, <clears throat> there's been another Meat Recall. Uh, no, no. R- no, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been two or three more. Yeah, there was the thing with the frozen cattle heads that were sent oh, yeah. to Mexico. What do you mean frozen cattle heads? Well, there's a delicacy or, well, okay, some kind of food <laughs> that they eat I in think Mexico, it's, uh, yeah, Mexico that's made of cattle the, the, the heads and I don't no. know what they do exactly, but apparently <laughs> the tonsils no. weren't <gasps> removed properly, and they're supposed to be because of the risk of BSC, mad cow disease. <sighs> yeah, um, four hundred six thousand. No, four hundred six hundred thousand. Yeah, four hundred six thousand. <laughs> uh, which they say is exaggerated because that's the number they sold since January two thousand seven. So it may uh, be less than that, really. It might only be 405,000. That's right. It could be half of that, for all we know. Or five, 500,000. Math was never your strong point, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Reading. So that, that happened in Kansas. Um, I, I read another one from. Kansas. this morning about one in uh, New York. Oh, there's another one in New York somewhere, yeah. 
Yep. And uh, well, you know, there's just if you just go to the uh, USDA or the FDA's website and look on and search for on food recalls, you'll find uh, detailed uh, views on this week's uh, and last week's and the week previous uh, food recall. Uh, there are constant food recalls, and most of them uh, are meat related. So check it out. I think all of them are because well, if you count like for the spinach recall, it was because it was contaminated with animal manure that had uh, E. coli bacteria. Right. Runoff from agriculture. So it's yeah. always always animal related. Animal derived. Right. There were some other stories this week. Uh, there was one uh, on a study. We'll look into this. Maybe it'll come up on our on our uh, site. We'll link to it or something. But uh, related to uh, diseases and and things around animal agriculture sites, uh, people you know just the general population getting sicker because you know whether they eat the stuff or not just because they're nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty common, and uh, it's pretty alarming, actually, the, the numbers. So we'll have that. Uh, there's also a um, in where is this happening now? Uh, a large distributor of eggs on the west coast um, has apparently been caught abusing chickens, uh, and the footage has been uh, sh- was shot by Mercy for Animals, and uh, now they're bringing it to the to light and uh, challenging the um, the company to. Uh, Stop this from happening. A duel. <laughs> I wish we could <laughs> challenge them to a duel. <laughs> um, <laughs> or stone them. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of this kind of stuff going on right now. Um, there weren't a lot of great stories. <laughs> Not a lot? Not a lot. Oh, you know, there, uh, when, in my there's searching. A, there's, this, there's another good one. Oh, yeah, well, carry on. Um, the European Union on Tuesday joined the bada- debate. Debate, debate, debate on the reason for spiraling food prices worldwide, saying India and China were consuming more meat, which was driving global food prices up. So the EU is officially blaming Asia. (laughs) (laughs) Asia. Uh But um, as we as we know well from the earlier story that um, meat production causes more greenhouse gases than vegetarian well, vegetation. they should talk, you know. I mean, the EU right now is trying to get it passed so that they can continue to feed animal remains to chickens. Right. Uh, they, you know, they wouldn't be fed to other, um, you know, mammals, but they could be fed, like pig remains and things could be fed to chickens. I think every every country in the world is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> We're all guilty. We're all part of this. Yeah, it's not a health race. concern. It's more a way of saving money and not wasting a lot of stuff that you know yeah. could be utilized as protein source so they see it as a a boon for everybody except, except that the chickens chickens aren't supposed to be eating pigs right well there is that <laughs> it's not really a boon for the chickens and it yeah. probably does increase the general risk to the population but you know gizzards chickens have gizzards right <laughs> so that's, isn't that what they're arguing scientifically well, the, i the think pr- i saw a scientist the mad cow prion um prion Prion can be transmuted from one species to the other, and it's not destructible by things like heating. Right. Yeah, right. or it has to be really, really mm-hmm. high heat that that the like the sun. Right. It's sort of like a, an, a hot iron ball of protein that, if once you get it into your body, it sort of eats through things. Hot iron balls of protein. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a good source of iron. Now, now if that's not if that's not a incentive to go vegan. I don't know what is. <laughs> Listeners, There's so many incentives. 
This is John Darnielle from the Mountain Goats. You're listening to Vegan Radio on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton, 103.3 FM. The king of the jungle was asleep in his car When your chances fall in your lap like that You gotta recognize them for what they really are Nobody in this house wants to own up to the truth Crawl in shotgun and reach into his mouth. Grab hold of one long sharp tooth and hold on. Karen Don, you're up next. Karen Don. <laughs> Karen Don. Karen Don, do you love us? She's here, it's clear. She's here, it's clear? You yeah. can hear? Well. Can you hear clear? I haven't done all the magical tricks. But uh, it's clear that the, the, the Nicole, can you tell Jim I'm on the radio? Okay, <laughs> yes, you're on the radio. You're somebody, on the radio, somebody tell Karen. Karen she's on the radio. But wait a second, am I on now? Yes. yes. I can hardly hear you guys. Oh, yeah, we've, we've been heard having that. that. Sorry about it. All right, so I'm just gonna have to strain my ears and hope for the best. Yes, we'll yell. I think so. I'm gonna talk real loud, Karen. Oh no. Cool. <laughs> now you've done it. She'll be the designated asker. <laughs> oh boy. Who's the woman with the beautiful voice who's going to talk real loud? Yes, uh, that's, that's me. me. That's mellifluous <laughs> Megan. Hello. Okay, I'm, I'm plugging off my right ear so I can hear you. Good. Oh, wow. you got to plug off your radio. <laughs> so help. you've got a book, Thanking the Monkey. It's pretty great. Uh, that means you liked it? You actually got a copy from the publisher? I got a copy and I started reading it. It's a, it's a big book, so I haven't got all the way through it, but I, I went ahead and read all the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what a lot of what a lot of people do, and I have to say something I love about the book is people who don't read they can just look at all the cartoons and all the celebrity photos and quotes and still learn a lot. Absolutely, it's got something for everyone. Absolutely, even George Bush could understand your book. So my first question to you, Karen: Why why should we thank the monkey? Because <laughs> we have to re- rethink the way we treat animals, um, and that the. Um, the heading of the book, the title, um, the saucy little title, um, actually comes from one of the sections of the book where, because the book is about very serious things, but it's presented in as sort of as fun and accessible a manner as possible. And the section that um, that title comes from is about uh, primate experimentation. And something about the book is that I don't take a, a particularly hard animal rights line. I mean, I I make no, I mean, I'm a, of course, of course, I'm vegan, and I feel strongly about these things. But I certainly think that one can um, be a compassionate person who sees things otherwise. And what I try and do in the book is present sort of present what's happening to the animals in such a way that people can make their own decisions. Because most of what we do to the animals, if you're a compassionate person, you really couldn't think it was acceptable. An exception to that might be some experimentation where people think that it's going to save human lives. And of course, um, those of us involved in the vegan world know how questionable that is and how over-talked it is. But I do look (laughs) at that ethical issue. And one thing I talk about is a monkey named Felix, who is being used for experiments that supposedly, you know, could um, either save human life or help it immensely. And what we learn about Felix is that even though the experiment isn't going to kill him, um, he's going to be killed at the end of the experiment because he's going to be deemed 
unpure as a scientific subject. And that just seems so ludicrous because even if you think it is okay to use other animals in order to help us, why on earth would you kill them at the end of that? I mean, if it was a person, you'd be retiring them to some gorgeous five-star hotel for the rest of their life. Ah, but and people so aren't... I, I look at that, and, I, and the, the, top, the section was originally called Why Kill Them, Reward Them. And then because the book is sort of saucy and, and fun, I called that section Thanking the Monkey. And then when we needed a new title for the book, the one we had was too long. That's how the that's what the book became called. And um, why should we thank the monkey? Because it's incredible what we use animals for and whether or not we should use them at all is a, is a good question I discussed in the book. But I think something everybody can agree on is if we are using them, then uh, we should be thanking them, not treating them the way we do. I mean, you know, most animals, the thanks we give them for what we take from them is that we give them lives worth than death. That's no thanks at all. Absolutely. <laughs> so you had a um, book launch party in uh, California, and you have another one coming up in New York City? We did. We had one in California last weekend, and it was pretty fun, and a lot of the lovely animal-friendly actresses that we know came out and read, and Sir Emily Deschanel from Bones read a section from the book, and Georgia Fox from CSI, and Danny Ellisi from The L Word. Everybody sort of came out to support it, which is so nice. And then in... Um, New York on the 18th. I, I, you know, I hope a lot of animal people go to New York for that weekend because we've got the Farm Sanctuary Gala on the Saturday. We've got the Veggie Pride Parade on the Sunday afternoon, and our little uh, monkey and banana will most certainly be marching in that. <laughs> and then um, that off, uh, then from five to eight in the Soho Grand Yard, the Soho Grand, who, which is a wonderful uh, dog-friendly hotel where they also are happy to make tofu for us whenever we want it. We've got the whole yard there for the party. And Heather Mills McCartney is going to be doing some reading. She's just been amazing in her support. And a whole bunch of, uh, it's all still coming together, what other actors we're going to have there. And then Dan Perraro, we've got about 40 of his cartoons in the book, and he's going to be presenting some of those and talking about them. And Dan's a stand-up comic, so that'll be fun. And uh, Anthony Frieda, who did some of this sort of cool, beautiful-looking art for the book, will be there. So it should be a really wonderful party. And it is um, open to the public, though you have to RSVP because there's going to be security in a list. So anybody who might be near New York for that weekend or might want to think about taking themselves to New York for the weekend, that is going to be a fun party. And I'm going to be there. Yay, and that's Woo-hoo. amazing. <laughs> all right. A sit-down comedian and a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I awesome. missed that little comment that you guys are all giggling about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was only at your expense, don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. And w- it wasn't at the animal's expense. And when people, if people want RSVP, wh- who are they calling? Where is oh, they go to thankingthemonkey.com. That's a TH, thanking. I don't have a list, but actually is TH, <laughs> thankingthemonkey.com. And um, click on events, and there's information about the party and the place that you are SVP. Awesome. Cool. So in your book, you you, you just mentioned a, a bunch of celebrities, and you have a bunch of celebrities uh, endorsing your book and quoted in your book. And Indeed, I- yeah. Some really cool endorsements. Anthony Kiedis gave a pretty adorable one. And uh, if people don't know his name, he's the... Uh, adorable lead singer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away! He endorsed, and then of course you've got some good literary endorsements too from uh, J.M. Katsia who won the Nobel Prize and from Gloria Steinem. And then all through the book we've got celebrity photos and quotes and it's funny, I just did an, an interview on KFI, which is like the main talk radio station in L.A., 
And the host was giving me such a hard time about having all those celebrity quotes. And he's like, who cares what Spider-Man thinks? And who cares what Natalie <laughs> Portman thinks? And he was going through the book, bless him, like reading out all the celebrity quotes. And was like, God, I couldn't have advertised this better myself. Because the truth is a lot of people care what Spider-Man thinks, Toby <laughs> Maguire, true. and what Natalie Portman thinks, especially when it comes to diet. Um, and so the celebrities serve kind of as a, a teaspoon of sugar to make some pretty rough information go down. So when you've got a, a page, for example, on what happens to the, the dogs and cats in, in China for fur and just some not very nice photos of the dogs stuffed into little cages, thank heavens you've got a big, beautiful photo of Trent Reznor showing off all this stuff. <laughs> talking As if you about, weren't depressed uh, enough already. <laughs> we have um, Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Trent. Well, that's awesome. I, yeah, I really like the book. Even the the cover has great graphic design, and I think it's going to do really well. Well, the idea was for it to be inviting and fun, even though it is serious information, of course, that we care passionately about. That's kind of the motto of vegan radio, too, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You don't want, you don't, it's, people don't want to hear a bunch of whiny vegans. <laughs> 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 they want to have fun as they... Get made. Exactly. Well, there's going to be lots of fun at our party on the 18th. Lots of sangria. <laughs> lots of sangria. <laughs> it's going to be quite a party. Oh, it will be nice indeed. I don't know if there's going to be gin or not. You know, one of my sort of better known lines is from that Veg News article where I say, why can't animal rights be fun? For heaven's sake, gin's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there'll be booze. And the beauty of New York is that, you know, you can booze people up and nobody has to drive home. <laughs> For our listeners who aren't familiar with you, could you talk a little bit about um, the activism you've done in the past? And Yeah, well, I launched something called Dawn Watch about eight or nine years ago, or is it longer now? 1999, November 99. Because um, I had a history of sort of TV news straight after college, and I kind of had an idea of how the news worked, which is that feedback is taken very, very seriously by TV stations and also, of course, letters to the editor. And so for the past eight or nine years, I've been doing something called Dawn Watch, which is based at dawnwatch.com, where I have subscribers to my list. And it, it, it is, unlike the book, the book is very much aimed at sort of people who might not know all that much about animal rights. I mean, I think people who do know about animal rights will still enjoy it and get something out of it and get ideas for how to answer certain difficult questions. But it's aimed at the general public, whereas Dawn Watch really is um, a subscriber service for animal advocates who want to know what is going on in the news, in the major media to do with animal issues, so that they can respond. And the idea is that we will let a TV station know how much we appreciate any animal-friendly coverage they do. We'll respond with letters to the editor and keep a a story alive when there's an animal story in the news. So that's what I've been doing for about eight or nine years, and people can check out DawnWatch.com and learn about that. And it just really keeps you up to date with what's going on in the news and how you can respond. And then, of course, that formed the basis for my book because I'd been doing this for eight or nine years, and so therefore I knew a fair bit about these topics. And so when I was writing the book, which combined all that knowledge with sort of my zest for pop culture and and, and fun, uh, I could really just use my website and my archives as the information base for the book because... Um, that website is full of New York Times articles and Washington Post articles and Guardian UK articles. That's that's what I've been keeping track on for the last eight or nine years. Sounds great. 
And did you meet a lot of the uh, celebrities this way? or Did I meet a lot of the celebrities this way? Well, you know. I, Who I, are in the book? Yeah, how'd you get all these uh, celebrities interested? I live in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is a little bit about, it's a little bit like it is portrayed in, in the movies. I mean, I go to the, low, you know, like Bruce Greenwood, who's in the book, um, who's in John from Cincinnati and um, National Treasure and a whole bunch of other things. He's my neighbor two doors down. And if I go to the gym, I see Lindsay Lohan and people like that. So <laughs> you sort of, let's, I'm serious. So you kind of, and when, you, when you're doing, you know, I wouldn't usually go up and hassle a celebrity. But when you're, you know, have the animal's best interest at heart and you know that this person is already interested in these issues, it's pretty easy to talk to them about what you're doing and see if they'd like to participate. And the answer is pretty well always yes. I mean, these celebrities, the actors seem to love an opportunity to use their voice for good. And then, of course, you know, like Derek, you and I have seen each other at all these parties and uh, charity events. And oh, yes, um, yes. a lot of those actors and, and, <laughs> and musicians are there and... Um, so you get to know them and get to know that they want to support the cause. So it's just by being an outgoing, lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> that must be Paula, my dog, you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Paula Pipple. Paula Pipple's been on the front page of the Los Angeles Times. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I was just uh, reading the part of your book that had the picture of Paula last night. Well, there's about three parts of my book that have pictures of Paula. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's the the pit bull section at the beginning, and then when I'm talking about media towards the end, there's that picture of Paula and her goggles, because I think that's what got her on the front page of the <laughs> New York Times, of the Los Angeles Times. And that's one of the things I talk about in the book is activism and what makes effective activism and what gets attention our way. Excellent. Well, uh, we highly recommend the book to anyone out there. Well, you recommend the pictures. <laughs> I recommend the pictures. <laughs> Pictures even our president can understand, maybe. <laughs> well, he and might not get the irony. Color, I mean, the idea was that it's supposed to be a lovely gift book, so that if you give this book to somebody, you feel like you're giving them a gift, not an assignment. Right, right. Yeah, I think I think the, the beauty of it is it'll be very accessible to people who are not so into the animal rights thing to begin with, but maybe a little curious. And by the time they've finished it, you know, maybe they'll be vegan. Or, and there's certainly a good hope of that, even though I start at the beginning of the opening chapter, I say, well, we're not necessarily trying to make you vegan. But, you know, of course, a lot of people <laughs> But really we are. What? I said, but really we are. No. <laughs> <laughs> certainly I'm open to that possibility. So by the end of it, a lot of people will, you know, start thinking about whether or not they really want to be supporting any of that. And then others are just going to read it and suddenly just be more open-minded and suddenly realize that their vegan friends and vegan family members aren't even slightly crazy at all. But that's the way society <laughs> oh, well, I think I think they're all crazy. crazy. But <laughs> so just trying to get that message across. <laughs> all right, Karen. Well, we're all out of time for today's show. But thank you so much for coming on. It was so good talking with you, and I'll see you on the 18th. Yeah, it's going to be a big party in uh, New York City, the 17th and the 18th. I hope everyone listening will... Yep, monkey.com has got information about the party and the place to RSVP. Yep. All right, Karen. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye. And you can find out more at veganradio.com in the show notes. We'll have links to everything we talked about on today's show. Yep, and if you'd like to thank a monkey, go vegan. Scotty's right here. (laughs) And if you want to spank a monkey. (laughs) Don't spank. Don't spank your own monkey. Don't spank any monkeys. <laughs> I never liked that expression. <laughs> if you get an, if you get anything out of this show, it should be that you shouldn't spank monkeys.
but thanking them is highly appropriate. Perhaps even vital. And uh, you're listening to WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. Streaming live at valleyfreeradio.org. Check out the new website. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. There's a new website. Maybe the streaming will work better now, too. You never know. And uh, But if you can't catch the stream, you should definitely catch the podcast at veganradio.com. And if you're in the market of a Pacifica radio station, come up and say, We want vegan radio! Because we're available on all Pacifica stations throughout the U.S. and elsewhere in the North Americans. <laughs> oh my god! You, just made you guys that up. just sit here looking at me. Well, if you're you would ta- chip you're in, I wouldn't have to. Keep I don't want to interrupt you, man. All right, well, you're on a roll. You seem clearly. like you're on a roll. That's exactly what I was going to say. Cutting you both off. <laughs> bye bye. And I love a parade. <laughs>